but I still wasn't taking everything as serious as I should. So my diet, I'm like, ah, I'm working out. This is just an excuse to eat this. This is my favorite food. I love to eat steak. I, my, probably my two biggest, biggest weaknesses are wings and french fries. I got really serious about my fitness starting around Christmas time. And like I said, I've been coming to College Station CrossFit for two years, but Christmas time, I was like, all right, I've really got to take this seriously. I want to change my diet up a little bit. And in six, since Christmas, I've lost 28 pounds. Welcome back to the Building Better People podcast. This is your host, Charlie Lima. Thanks for tuning in today. I have Kyle Cockrum on the podcast today. Kyle shares his fitness journey. You're going to be inspired by his enthusiasm and his story. He's lost 28 pounds in the last six months. Enjoy. Hey, my name is Kyle Cockrum. I am 23 years old. I graduated from Texas A&M 2016 with a Bachelor of Science in Biology. Whenever I was a senior, I started volunteering at Central Baptist Church as a basketball coach and a basketball referee for our league, which is called Central Sports. I interned with them for one semester, and then God kind of closed the door for that season for medical school. And I got hired on full-time at Central Baptist Church. I never thought I would work for a church, but God has really used the time that I've spent there. And that's also how I got connected with College Station CrossFit. I work with JoLynn Easter, and so she is a CrossFit guru. And I was like, you have to do it. You have to do it. And I was like, this is nuts. I'm not for CrossFit. It's not for my body. Too big, too fragile. But... I gave it a go, and here we are. So how, how long ago was that? When did you start at the gym? So I started at the gym in August of 2016. So it'll be two years in a month. Wow, man. And JoLynn, I remember when you, she was the original person that invited you. Was that right when she switched over to Central? Yeah, so we actually started working at Central the same week. So she I don't know how long she had been coming to College Station CrossFit, but she was just kind of in your face, so excited. You're like, all right, first take a step back. You're a little close. And then slow down just a little bit so I can understand what this is. She was ecstatic. And JoLynn's been a part of the gym for such a long time. And she has an amazing podcast, so I'm going to plug that. Like, if you go back, probably, I don't know, this is episode 80. So this had to be, like, probably in the 30s somewhere, 20s or 30s she has an amazing podcast so JoLynn Easter would be a great one to listen to if you're listening to this one now but so Kyle you uh 23 you know ready to take over the world kind of mentality I don't know about that slow down (laughs) you were gonna go to medical school correct so I had always wanted to uh, to do medicine all the way back from high school I've been taking classes uh, such as medical science. I volunteered at a hospital since I was in junior high. So I knew that I wanted to be a doctor in the, in the medical field. However, God has humbled me and slowly closed that door and, and, and let me know that there's something else better for me. So, like I said, I was a biology major, volunteered. I put in 250 plus hours volunteering at a hospital and so my whole life was just full on, I'm going to be a doctor. And I wanted to do this because medical missions was what I wanted to do. Whatever I did as a profession, I wanted to be able to serve God and serve others at the same time. 
And so when you kind of say God humbled you, <laughs> what exactly do you mean by that? Well, as we all know, humbling when God humbles you, it's not always fun. But I had great grades at A&M, but it's extremely competitive field. And even though I met, I had great standings, for some reason, I just did not get in. I just struggled and struggled. I applied two years in a row and I actually got accepted into a master's because I was like, I've got to improve my standing somehow. So I got accepted to do a master's in biomedical sciences at A&M. But God was like, if you're going to work for this, you're welcome to like, but understand that I may have something better for you. And since I had been working toward this goal since I was as a really small kid, I didn't really want to trust God and be like, okay, God. Because what I would do is I would make my plans and pray God into them. And I don't know if anybody else has ever done that, but it feels great. You're going along, you're going along, everything's working out. But what happens whenever things aren't working out? What do you do then? Is it your fault? Is it God's fault? What's going on? And so God showed me that I can still do my the two things I want to do. I can still serve people and I can still serve him. And whatever I want to do as a profession, those are my two biggest goals is I want to be able to serve him and serve others. And so God opened the door for nursing because he knew that with medical school, it would take me two years to do this master's, four years to do medical school, four plus years to do residency. And that just wasn't what he had for me at the time. And so he's kind of shifted my profession towards nursing, which I was kind of hesitant toward, but he showed me that if those are my two main goals to serve him, to serve others, then he can be on board with that and I can serve him no matter what profession I'm in. So you're shifting gears now and you're going nursing school? Correct. So I plan to start nursing school in January. I'm finishing up a few prereqs this summer and then I'm applying at the end of the month. And so... See where you're going to do it here in Blint, at Blinn? No. So actually, I already have a bachelor's degree. So I am doing a fast track bachelor's of science in nursing program. Uh, I'm applying to, I know, I know, UT Health and the hmm. Texas Medical Center. I'm applying to Texas A&M Nursing School and I'm applying to Sam Houston's Nursing School in the Woodland. So those are my three schools that I'm applying towards. And my mom may have a little bit of an influence. She has a PhD in nursing and my brother's in medical and, and sorry in nursing school right now so my family's kind of heavily nursing right now you know that's such a cool little kind of uh testimony of like sometimes the way you want things to go isn't necessarily how they're gonna go and you know you had to kind of get to that point where you just fully submitted to that right because you know you're like you said thought you said it very well a lot of times we pray god into our plans as opposed to submitting to his plans. And so just a cool little kind of intro here just on this podcast about how you wanted to do something that now you're not getting to do, but at the end of the day, it's not about Kyle, right? So Correct, yeah. Everything that I, will, everything that I do, I want to serve the Lord in. And there's this verse that really is profound in my life. And whenever I struggle, whenever I'm having days where I'm just like, I don't really feel like going to work out. I don't really feel like going to work. I don't really feel like doing the things that I know that I'm called to do. There's a few verses that I lead on, 
And one of them is Jeremiah 29, 11. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you, not to harm you. Plans to give you hope in a future. I always looked at that verse and it's like, God has plans for me that are prosper me. But I was like, those are my plans. And now I'm learning God has a plan for me. And it's my job to seek after him to find out what that is for me. Yeah, no, it's so true, man. Very, very, very cool. So let's shift gears, talk a little bit about your fitness journey and kind of when you started because you've seen just amazing results like real quick will you touch on those like before we go back in time like what are some of the uh, results that you've seen here in the last what six to 12 months at the gym yeah so i got really serious about my fitness starting around christmas time and like i said i've been coming to college station crossfit for two years but Christmas time, I was like, all right, I've really got to take this seriously. I want to change my diet up a little bit. I want to really focus on my workouts, and I want to improve step-by-step, step, just the little things. Uh, I want to improve in my gymnastics. I want to improve my weightlifting. I want to improve my stamina. And College Station CrossFit has really given me a atmosphere where I can do that. And so along with that, I play full-court basketball twice a week. I've started, I picked up running, and over the last six months, with all those, plus a, I don't diet, I just eat meat and veggies, I'm like, I just love meat, so I, I can't really get away from that, but I was like, I better eat some more veggies, and no fried foods, and in six, since Christmas, I've lost 28 pounds. Wow. That's amazing. Crazy. Um, I can tell, dude, just even seeing you right now, I was like, man, you look great, so. Well, thank you. I feel great, and the cool thing is it's like it's it has good aspects and bad aspects it's like whenever you put on a pair of jeans it just doesn't exactly hug any areas anymore things are falling off none of my belts fit anymore i had to go get them repunched and get new belts so there's some frustrating as aspects of it but it's definitely a a positive thing yeah and it feels good so what weight were you at and where are you at now so i was at 238 and now i'm at 210 wow that's a so completely different. It, it's it's place super to be. crazy because I haven't done it from unhealthy dieting. I haven't done it from any kind of pills or any kind of supplements. I've really just fed my body what it needs, and then I have pushed my body further than I thought it should go. And and one cool thing was is this was my first open that I did this year. And so I was like, I love competition. Whether you know I played sports in high school. Did intramurals at AM and competition pushes me. And so I was like, oh man, I gotta bust my tail to get ready for this open. I've never done this. It's gonna destroy me, but I'm gonna give it all I got. And so with that, I just used those workouts to just push me, push me, push me. And I was like, weight's just coming off. Yeah. And I mean, it was right around the end of the open when you kind of reached out to me of coaching. Like you were like, man, I, I, I would love to know what that entails. Or I think you were at the time thinking you're going to move, right? Is that yeah? Kind of so when you I was looking? still considering medical school. Then this was before God was like, "No, nah, I'm still in the struggle." But God has kept me here. Um, it's been a great journey. But yeah, just because CrossFit has really changed my life a lot, and I get it's not for everybody. But the thing is, it's really given me an atmosphere and given me a platform to take care of my body. So what do you mean by atmosphere? You said that earlier, like when you said like College Station CrossFit is 
created this atmosphere or made you want to be in this atmosphere? What do you mean by that? So I've been in a lot of workout places. I've been to multiple different CrossFit gyms. Just I have friends that go to other places. And the atmosphere that Charlie has made has just been one of family, one of love, one of unity, and one of like hard work. And so he's done an awesome job just bringing on other people from other ministries in town, other churches. I just have built so many great relationships with other members that go here. And just the way that everybody is encouraging. When I first stepped into College Station CrossFit, obviously the workout destroyed me. I was like, I don't even know what I'm doing. I'm definitely not going to be able to, this is not for me. But people welcomed me the first time I was here, and they're like, dude, you got to come back. You got to come back. And I was like, oh, one more work, one more. I'll do one more workout. And then, like, it was a whole different group of people because I wasn't sure what class I wanted to go to. And even then, like, the coaches, like, Dude, your squat is rough, but hey, don't worry about it. We'll get through it. We'll, you know, get your back straight and everything. And so they just worked with me and I've just became great friends with a lot of the coaches and a lot of the other members. So what's your background in working out? Like, did you grow up working out all the time? Was it something that you kind of started doing whenever you came here? I mean, so when I was in high school, obviously I worked out a ton. I ran cross country and did basketball at the same time. And so I was up before school running. I was, and then I would run during first period. Then I'd play basketball in eighth period. And then I'd run again after school. So I'd put in over 60 miles a week to get ready for uh, a race on Saturday. And then I'd work on my basketball skills as much as I could. So every part of my body was in pretty much tip top condition and, until my junior year when I tore my ACL and my meniscus. So that kind of took me out of athletics. And then just getting out of the swing of things through my freshman and sophomore year, I messed up my knee again my sophomore year. And it just kind of took me out of working out. I still enjoy playing basketball recreationally. But other than that, fitness really wasn't a big priority in my life. Tell me about that injury. So what, what happened? So I was just in a game. I was playing a tournament uh, in December of 14. And it was in Livingston, Texas. We were, uh, it was just a routine play. We were just breaking a, f- a fast break, and I was just running forward. No twists, no turns, nothing awkward. Uh. You just hear a loud snap, and I yelled like a, like a little girl, like I was shot. It was, it was the most painful thing I've ever experienced in my life. And that basically kept you out for how long? So that kept me out for six months. Um, but since it was my junior year, and I was not going to play for any colleges. I was like, you know, it's just time to kind of hang it up. This is, I'm not going to bust my tail all summer to just kind of sit the bench. So it kind of ended my uh, athletics career. It ended working out as a whole. I mean, I, I got to the point where I got to, you know, I go to the gym every once in a while, lift weights, but kind of whenever I started going to the meat grinder of classes, I, I, it wasn't a priority. I was there out. any kind of weight gain associated with that injury? Yeah. So actually I stayed the same weight. So I was exactly 197 pounds from the moment I entered high school to the moment I left high school, 197 stayed the same. My first year of college, same 197 pounds, but you could definitely see me put on weight and lose muscle mass. So it kind of like with muscle decrease and fat increase. And so I, I stayed the same for a while. So it kind of 
camouflaged weight gain. And then sophomore and junior year, I just slowly started putting on a few pounds and you, know, you don't really notice it that much until you're like, until your grandparents are coming, you know, whenever you come to Christmas or Thanksgiving and you know, they mean it lovingly and jokingly, but it's like, okay, like I got to do something about this. And when did you finally say like, okay, I'm going to try to do something about it? Well, this is really funny. If you know me, I'm dating a girl who is, we'll just say I outkicked my coverage. And, (laughs) (laughs) and so she is really into fitness. She's into running. And I was like, okay, I got to catch up. Even though there's obviously no way I can catch up. I might as well give my best. So you start, (laughs) so when you started here at the gym, you know, you said something I think a lot of people probably listening who work out here can relate to. You were working out, but you didn't really start like losing weight or really seeing all these results that you just spoke about until January when you turned it on or De- or Christmas, December, kind of. So you've been here for two years in August next month. You, that means you were here for 18 months and I don't know if you were losing weight, if you were, like, what were you, you know, what what changed from the first 18 months to the last six months that you can kind of shed some light to people who are listening to the podcast that are probably in that kind of like, I don't want to say they're not getting results because I still believe that even if your scale's not changing, there's still a lot of value to coming to the gym and working out. But when it comes to 28 pounds and what you're talking about performance in terms of gymnastics and Olympic lifting and strength and all those things, what changed like 18 months compared to the last six months? So I would say definitely my fitness changed within the first two weeks of coming. I mean, I play, like I said, full court basketball on a weekly basis and you can just tell I'm getting up the court at a much better pace. I'm not getting as tired as easy. My shots are better just because I'm not as fatigued. And then, but at the same time, I I mean, you can definitely see I was getting stronger but I still wasn't taking everything as serious as I should. So my diet, I'm like, ah, I'm working out. It's just an excuse to eat this. This is my favorite food. I love to eat steak. I, my, probably my two biggest, biggest weaknesses are wings and french fries. So <laughs> even now, if I have a cheat meal, that's what it's going to be. I'm going to go get some wings. going to get them tossed in either spicy barbecue or hot. And I'm going to get some Chick-fil-A french fries. But, you know, so that is my, was my mentality then. But now I'm like, okay, if I'm going to be serious about fitness, I'm going to have to look at it as uh, – look at it in its entirety. So I, I have to treat my body. If it's a machine, I need to give it what it needs. I made a joke with one of my mentors. I said – he was like, let's go to McDonald's on 21. I was like, I cannot go to McDonald's on 21. My body is a Ferrari. I can't be putting Walmart (laughs) conventional oil in it. And he was like, ha, that's a no. But, I mean, honestly, I really have to be feeding my body what it needs. And it really needs the nutrition that comes from from fruits, veggies, and meat that's not fried. Just clean meat. So do you think that there's a process that people have to go through? Like almost that first 18 months was like you had to go through that process of probably not feeding your body very well to understand and appreciate the need for it these last six months? Yeah, well, the thing is, is you really don't understand. Um, 
you don't understand. Like when people say, I want to lose 20 pounds, you don't understand what it takes to lose 20. It's a lot of work. And it's not just one thing. I'm going to take this one pill. I'm going to work out 30 minutes a day, three times a week, or I'm just going to eat a little better. You don't understand what it takes to lose 20 pounds. And so you really have to real. I mean, honestly, it's a learning curve. You have to realize that, okay, my food affects how I'm going to work out. My workout affects how I'm going to feel for the next workout. And it's just a constant cycle. So whenever you're constantly maintaining your body with good nutrients, with a good workout, it just kind of honestly is just gets momentum going because I mean the biggest when I started seeing the biggest changes when I started training for the open I was like people just kept encouraging dude sign up for the open I'm like ah I don't have handstand push-ups so like look sign up for the open you gotta do it I mean I, I remember Chris Charlie everybody was like you gotta do it it's so much fun the atmosphere is crazy just people cheering you on like, it'll push you to things you, you never thought you could do well I was like all right well if I'm gonna compete I'm, I'm gonna compete well and so I ended up placing the first workout. Uh, my grandma had surgery, so I had to miss um, one of the workouts. But I mean, I, I was up at the top of, even though I was doing scale division, I was doing extremely well each week. And so that was a big igniter for you was the Open. Have I you done any competitions? Competition. Unfortunately, since I work for Central Sports, we have a lot of games that happen on Saturdays. You know, we, uh, we do football, basketball, volleyball soccer and cheerleading and that takes up over 24 saturdays of my summer or sorry of my year and so it it's unfortunate that most of the competitions on the saturdays because i'm like okay this is what fuels me but it just kind of overlaps i mean ministry just happens then so like central sports what is that what do you what's your role over there so with central sports i am so the, my boss, his name is Bill Wise. He's the director of Central Sports. And I'm and Bill his, was here for a while. He was here for a while. Yeah. So Joe Lynn got all of us involved at, at, at Central Sports. And so, uh, or sorry, at College Station CrossFit. And so, like I said, Bill's my boss. He, we're, we're the directors of Central Sports. And this is a league for kids. So kindergarten through sixth grade, it is an atmosphere where we can – teach kids how to play each sport correctly compete well there's lots of great competition you know people always confuse oh it's a church league you know my kids aren't going to learn how to play it's going to be a joke no we have coaches that really have poured into the kids some of them played college sports some have played professional sports we have people in our church that really pour into the kids and not only that but they teach them what it means to know jesus and so I just remember when I was a kid, when I played upward sports, I really learned a lot from playing sports and learning about God in the process. And so that's what we have tried to do at Central. We, we put on our own league. We have our own coaches, our own volunteers. We have interns. I mean, it is just an awesome group of people pouring into the community. And a lot of people are like, well, I don't go to Central. Central sports not for me. Understand it. 15% of our kids, right, 15 to 25% go to Central. This is a community-wide thing. We have people from all different churches, people that aren't in churches. It doesn't matter. We want your kids to learn more about sports, and we want them to learn more about Jesus. We want them to have fun. We want them to grow in their knowledge of the sports. We want them to grow in their knowledge of Jesus Christ. And we also want them to learn what it means to respect the game that they're playing and respect their, each other. 
That's awesome, man. So how many kids are involved in y'all's programs? So it varies from sport to sport, but we can have as many as four. We, uh, this past soccer season, it was in the spring, we had 475 kids playing. In basketball, we had 525 or 530 I mean, so it is a ton of kids. It's a huge responsibility, but it's a lot of fun watching all these kids learn what it means to play a sport correctly. It's so crazy. I've had the opportunity to coach kids in basketball, and you're like, when you first get your team the first practice, you're like, we're going to be in last the whole season. We're losing every game. We're getting blown out. These kids, I mean, I'm going to need a leash. And then slowly and slowly, they want to learn more about the sport. They want to learn more about God. They just ask questions during the devotions. And they listen to you whenever you're when – when they're playing the sports. And you're like, wow, we actually just ran a play. It worked, and we won the game. You're like, how? And just to see these kids develop in sports and in their love for Jesus is just awesome to be a part of. So how has this kind of fitness experience, we'll call it, um, journey – improvement in health impacted your role at central sports because central sports i know you're in an administrative role but you said you're coaching too so being healthy and being you know you're an example obviously because you got all these kids that are looking up to you and you've lost 28 pounds you're probably moving better how has this impacted your job well it's a lot of fun because the kids look up to you the kids admire you as their coach They admire you as referees. I mean, everybody just admires the people that volunteer and the people that volunteer and work for Central Sports. And so whenever you're in a position where you're fit, you're athletic, it makes you feel better. One, I believe that you also, God has given us our bodies and it's a temple for him. It's a temple that we serve him with. It's, we're another tool that God uses to show his kingdom to the world and the best way to do that is to treat your body well, to treat it with good nutrition, to take care of it and exercise and, and get it to where it's working well. And whenever your body works well, you have more energy and you're an example to Christ. Honestly, it kind of sounds weird to some people, but it's like if I'm failing in my nutrition, that's probably not the only area of my life that I'm not taking care of. If God commands me to take care of my body, if he commands me to honor God with my body, if I'm not honoring him with the small things, how am I going to honor him with the big things, the things that are really difficult? And so, uh, it, I, man, you're, like I can tell your faith is like so strong and your uh, walk with the Lord is, is definitely something that drives you. And so when you start thinking about like the journey that probably more specifically these last six months are, have you had any difficult moments, like challenging moments where you've had to lean on the Lord to kind of keep you consistent in the gym or in your diet or in areas of your life? Yes. Um, I've had financial struggles and I've texted my mom, called my mom and I've just been like, mom, I'm struggling. And she's, she would always be like, have you prayed? And I'm like, mom, you don't understand and she's like, no, seriously, have you prayed? And I'd be like, no, I've not prayed. And so whenever I pray, the Lord shows me that even though I'm going through all these difficulties, he still has my best interest. And not only that, but he's used people in my life, brought people into my life that would have never crossed paths with me because God's used them to impact me. And so I can just 
give you many examples to where, I mean, I would just be frustrated. I'd be down. I mean, especially with this transition from desiring medicine to now switching to nursing. I mean, you feel like you're a failure almost. But, and the thing is, is that would affect my attitude. I would take it out on others. But whenever you really start relying on the Lord, whenever I really started pouring into him, you can see the difference. I went from somebody who was, you know, kind of taking the life out of a conversation, taking the life out of my relationships to be able to give to those. And it all comes from my relationship with God and really pouring into him and reading my Bible daily. People don't understand. It's like, oh, great. You read your Bible. You're special. I'm like, no, you don't understand. I'm dead without it. I can do absolutely nothing, and I can do it poorly. You know, I think what you're bringing this up, and this thought crossed my mind like probably 10 minutes ago in this interview, so I'm going to bring it up because you just said it. But when we were talking about like the 18-month progression from starting at the gym to finally turning it on, right? Like took you about a year and a half. Right. And I think about like back when I started going to church in 2008, and it literally took me three years to open my Bible because I was very intimidated. Like I didn't know where to start. I had no idea. You know, I don't think, I mean, I owned one, but I don't think I'd ever opened it. And I asked my pastor at the time and I said, Hey, I really want to start reading my Bible, but I just have no idea where to start. And so he told me to start with Matthew, like the gospels and kind of progressed through those and like really fell in love with the word of God, right? Like really getting to know who Jesus was and getting to read about his ministry. And, and I think that that's the progression with people in the gym when like reading the Bible is almost like nutrition for going to church in your relationship with God. Like it's so easy to go to church and to go every Sunday and you know you're going to get a lot out of it right like there's arguably you're going to get a lot from going and 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 listening to a great sermon and being a part of a great community and the worship but like when you take it up to what you're describing right now is reading your bible every day is almost like when you have a membership at a gym and yeah going to the gym is great you're going to get you know skills that you probably never imagined you would ever get you're going to get stronger just by being a part of the gym and going to class every day. But when you implement healthy nutrition daily, consistently, man, watch out. You know, and that's like the 28 pounds that you're... Right. And the thing is, is you don't really understand what you're missing out when you don't have it. Like, I didn't know what it was like. It's like, oh yeah, I'm 238 pounds... I don't really remember what it's like to be 210, be healthy, but it's like when you slowly start progressing, when you when you step on the scale and, and you feel better, and even if you don't feel better, or sorry, even if you don't see pounds coming off, you feel better, it's the same way with reading your Bible. It, you, you don't know what you're missing out on until you start doing it, and the Lord really starts speaking to you. Whenever things that you once struggled with, whenever you struggle with loneliness or Whenever you're struggling with like, look, I don't understand how this situation is going to turn out at all. I just feel like it's we're just going to crash and burn. Not that we don't have difficult situations anymore when we start reading the Bible, but you really have the Lord to walk you through those. He's there holding your hand. And the cool thing is, is the Bible is not just a book of rules. It's a book of principles and promises. And so God tells you, it's like, look, you have no reason to fear because I'm going to be with you wherever you go. Don't worry. 
don't worry, don't worry. It constantly says things like that. And so whenever you realize that God loves you, he has a plan for your life. And when you walk through believing it and knowing it, God has given you all things for life and godliness. And it's those promises that really keep you going whenever things in life just go hit the ceiling, basically. So what, you know, what are some of the bigger struggles that, you know, you have right now in, in maintaining your health? Like, what are some of your challenges? Like, is it time? Is it motivation? Is it like, what are the things that, you know, you feel challenge you to get to the gym every day, to eat healthy every meal? Like, what are, what are some of those? Honestly, it can be a roller coaster because I hit a high some weeks and I'm like, okay, I'm at the gym five days a week, working out, eating healthy, and then other weeks, it's like kind of a struggle. And um, I don't really know exactly why that is, but just my motivation kind of right, comes and goes sometimes. And so it's like, okay, I've got to do the things that I know I'm supposed to do because they benefit my life. And sometimes it's hard to see that, especially whenever you're going through difficult times in life and things get in the way. Your time, if I've learned that if I don't put a priority, these are the things I have to get done, everything else takes place of it. So, for example, I have assignment that pops up. You're like, oh, it takes way longer than I thought. Well, if I would have just got up at 530 in the morning, been at the six o'clock class, it wouldn't have mattered. Because whenever you prepare your day to work out, when you prepare your day to eat healthy, you're more prepared whenever things don't go as planned. Because the thing is, is with life, things never go as planned, ever. I think about Jo Lynn, man, how many, like she used to always come to the 6 a.m. before she worked at Central even when she was at SOS Ministries. And sometimes she was on like no sleep. But she would, like 6 a.m. was her class time, no matter what. Like whether she probably went to bed at four o'clock in the morning or midnight, whatever time it was, it was, she was at the 6am class, but it kind of goes back to what you said is like, if you prepared or if you took care of that priority first, you know, and which is the bigger question is what are your priorities, you know? Right. And it's always easy to get it mixed up. And I think we train habits sometimes, right? So like working out so much is, is the byproduct of creating a habit. So like creating the habit is more important than the act of working out right. because once it's a habit, you're going to do it every day. So even going to work out at 6 a.m. when you've gotten three hours of sleep is more about the habit than it is about the great workout that you get. Right. So, you know, kind of two more questions, you know, where are you going in your fitness? So like you've lost 28 pounds, you want to keep losing more weight? Do you want to, do you have any specific goals? Like what is it right now that your focus is in terms of the gym? Well, it's so funny you mentioned goals. It's like, all right, my first goal, 225. And it's like, oh, it kind of happened sooner than I thought. And then I was like, all right, next goal, 215. If it happens, great. And then I was like, dang, I hit that goal too. So I was, so now I've just been resetting the goals. I'm, not that I'm not content with where I'm at now. I just know that I can improve more. And so... I am just striving, and like I said, I don't know where this fitness goal is going to take me, where this fitness journey is going to take me, but I just know that I'm just supposed to be doing the things that I'm supposed to be doing, whether that's eating healthy, coming to the gym daily. I know what I'm supposed to do, and it's just executing, basically. Yeah, so the goal is follow the plan. 
follow the plan. <laughs> you know, do the process. And, and the thing is, is the cool thing about working out is, is whenever you put the work in, whenever you put the preparation in, results follow. They may not be the results you want right away. It, it may be a struggle for some, because like I said, you know, for 18 months, I kind of went through that struggle. But it's like whenever you really do the things you're supposed to be doing, and whenever you put your heart into it, when you do things 100%, for me, my 100% is to the glory of God. You know, it's easy to compare with others. Oh, well, they have a great body. Look at them. They're able to do a ton of muscle ups in a row. It's like, look, do what you can do to the glory of God. And whatever you do for him, you want to do it well. And so whenever I do things like eating well or, or come to the gym, it's like, I can't give God what's left over. And so I really have to plan. It's like, how can I give God my best? That's awesome. So the last question is the one I ask every person on the podcast, and it's the title of the podcast, Building Better People. And, you know, that is kind of our core purpose here at BoomFit, College Station CrossFit. It's our why. We believe that you working out makes you a better version of you and and me. And so how is that true for you? How is you coming to the gym every single day working out five or six times a week make Kyle a better version of Kyle first I have more energy also whenever I get up early in the morning my mentor always says you know why aren't you up at 4 a.m. I'm like John God only speaks at 10 a.m. and 10 p.m. so if you're not there up at 10 p.m. you only heard God once but you know we joke back and forth but honestly it's like I have to get my body up and going, up to do the things I'm supposed to do. And whenever that happens, I just have a lot more energy. I feel more healthy. I feel more confident. There's nothing wrong with being confident in who you are. And I just feel like I can do everything that I once could do, but I can do it better. I can, I can study better. I can be a better employee. I can be a better boyfriend. I can be a better servant to God. Everything that I once could do, I can do better now that the machine that I, that is my body is fed more, is oiled, is taken care of, is trained up. I just feel that I can do those things better. Thank you for tuning in today. Don't forget to subscribe to the Building Better People podcast where you will hear more stories of individuals being positively impacted by living a healthy lifestyle.